again, back again. Uh, S- same quickly. day. Buy one, get one free. Two podcasts mm-hmm. in one day. We're like, uh, we need to get that, you know, breaking news music at the start of it as well. It's, um, it has been like really seriously, uh, you know, well, look, not, not, um, you know, unthought of, like, I mean, with, with Marta deciding to retire from Brazil in, in the Women's World Cup, it was it was expected, really, wasn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but we came off that podcast. We were actually during the podcast. We had I was looking at we did with Trevor. Remember mm-hmm. to that podcast once you listen to this one. Uh, the the announcement on the Chinese Ministry of Commerce that I quickly translated using my multilingual skills. I translated from Mandarin into English. Mm-hmm. Uh, breaking news, and not unsurprisingly, we expected it to come this week or next week, but came early, mm-hmm. is that China and the Ministry of Commerce has decided to overturn the anti-competitive dumping on uh, on Bali. So 80.5% tariff. And no so more tariff. Uh, after the weekend, isn't it? it gets, it's no longer... Saturday yeah. morning. Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah. So what does it mean? I guess we always like to mm-hmm. say, what does it mean and put it in context. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no, we do. Context. What, yeah. what does it um, mean is an important part of it. Well, I think like we've been talking about this for years, yeah? Because remember, mm-hmm. we, we actually predicted that it was going to, back in the days when we were a previous company, mm-hmm. we actually said a couple of months beforehand that we thought Bali was at risk because of the Trump phase one deal. Remember that? That was, what, that was one of the commodities and, of, and certainly, along with, yeah. Along with, yeah. Along with wine, lobster, wine, lobster, beef, beef. Uh, for yeah, so quite a quite a lot of the ones that were targeted were the ones we kind of suggested. Yeah. So we suggested that that was going to be an issue. So mm-hmm. we weren't surprised when the tariff came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're not surprised when the tariff came out. Uh, to give it a bit of background, uh, Australia took them to the World Trade Organization. The World Trade Organization was due to get a result in the coming months. But then there was a bit of uh, negotiations and discussions between, I think, Penny Wong and China. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was decided to for Australia to pause the WT invo- WTO investigation whilst China reviewed it. They were given three months plus one month extension. They basically used three months plus three weeks, uh, which is kind of the same length of time as it takes to uh, grow a pig. Three months, mm-hmm. three weeks, three days. Three days, that's it. Uh, so then... I thought it was pretty obvious that they were going to overturn it because it seemed like a way of China saving face. Mm-hmm. They uh, they don't get a, a ruling at the WTO saying that the the tariff was nonsense, mm-hmm. uh, but they still get to remove it without with saving face for all parties. Well, and they get access. I mean, there's a, a few things you put out over the years too, just showing how since hundreds, the issue... hundreds of things I put out about. Well, yes, correct. But particularly the one that sticks in my mind is with the outbreak of the war in Ukraine, the access to Ukrainian and Russian uh, product, you know, became more difficult in terms of barley too. So, um, you know, that, that kind of made the supplies tighter. And, and if you look at, you know, where there were destinations they could take barley from like France, um, they're obviously leaving themselves to that part. So, so, that, but, but, so, so what's know, They limited is, themselves, didn't they? Got shot themselves shot, in the foot. Shot themselves in the foot. Cut off the nose mm. to spite the face, as my mum mm. would say. Mm. And, uh, would she say it with that accent or would it be a little bit more? Could I, I, do I, just to be sure, to be sure. They cut off their face to spite <laughs> their nose. <laughs> and, but anyway, uh, what does it mean, I guess, is, is the key thing. Uh, 
it's not a thing that's going to happen overnight. We're not going to see mm. boat, boats, Panamaxis getting loaded up and going to China tomorrow. Mm. Uh, most of the shipping stem is full. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be very limited volumes moving between now and harvest, but new crop onwards. How many time? How many podcasts have we done? I remember we did one with Dave McKean in mm-hmm. 2020 or 2021, where I bet that Australia would be uh, exporting most of its grain to ch- barley to China once a deal was penned. I still believe that's yep. the case. Yep. The big questions that people are having at the moment is we've spent a lot of time and effort as developing new markets. So we went in 2016, 75% of our barley going to China to same volumes getting exported, but they're just going to, you know, dozens upon dozens of different countries. So we had a more, di- we've had a more diverse markets for our barley for the last three years. But not, but not a better price though. <laughs> but not a better price. And and that's a key thing. Like if, if we look at that uh, price differential as a percentage mm. term between, you know, France and Australia, Basically, the week of the tariff being renewed, we saw... Why is Siri talking to me? I didn't speak to you, Siri. Uh, it went to discount and it stayed at discount versus Rwanda, mm. whereas historically we've been actually been at a premium mm. to Rwanda. And then what I expect now is that the trade flows will change. You know, France used to supply Saudi Arabia. Now, mm. then, then we started, they started supplying China, same with Argentina, but now mm. we'll probably go back to China. Does that mean, like, with, with that switch, once it goes back to, say, favouring us, we're closer to them as well, does that mean potentially that the French barley will be ruined? It could be ruined. And uh, the Canadian price, Canadian mm-hmm. barley could be poutine the bin. <laughs> but what I think would be interesting, and this is what I want to look at, I'm sure some other analysts will steal this idea, mm-hmm. Is I would be keen to look at over the next couple of weeks is do we see Australian barley rise or do we see French and other origins fall? Which yeah, yeah. We've already seen a little bit of price reaction today. We've mm-hmm. actually seen a lot of mark a lot of uh, another thing to think about at the moment is the share prices of quite a lot of connected companies have gone up, like the obvious ones like United Malt Grain Corp, but also things like Treasury Wines. Oh yeah, of yeah, yeah. Because there's a yeah, there's a, a feeling that yeah, we'll start to see other commodities easing as well, in terms know, of those trade tensions. You know, barley is just the foreplay, and then we'll just get into the uh, the real deal of it of of other commodities. Mm. So, again, the other question is diversity. People have been saying that. I'll say the same thing I've said multiple times. I sound like a broken record. Australia does not trade any grain with China or Saudi Arabia. It's individual trading companies that trade that barley or grain or oil seeds. Mm-hmm. And it will be them that decides where it goes. They'll have their own risk policies. Whether they decide to sell 100% to China will be up to them. But it will be down to the dollars and cents. And that's what how the grain trade works. And that's how the grain trade has worked for 5,000 years. Mm. Best price. If China's $10 more than Saudi Arabia, see you there, Sheik. We're sending it into China. Mm. So... Overall, people, there's been a lot of confusion about, and we said that we had a podcast recently about the China barley tariff and the fact that people think that it hasn't affected them. But the reality is the price has been depressed on where it should be. And we will we will benefit from having China back on board. Mm. So, so yeah. good, good news, but not, unsur- not, not, unsur- not unsurprising. 
No, it's not. Nice finish to Friday, and the listeners get a bonus extra special short podcast. To... If only it was a long weekend, they could listen mm. to two podcasts, but they're just going to mm. have to. One, one for everything. We're just <laughs> this. You don't get this much from. Uh, but then again, we did. We missed out last week. We didn't do a podcast last week, so we're, just, that's, that's we're making up, making up for lost time. Lost time. Mm. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk to about Bali? I think so. We've covered it off, I reckon. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah. Happy days. Back to normal. Uh, do you want to take that bet that China will be? I've mentioned. No, 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 no. I don't. I'd like. I'd... I, you know what I'm like with bets. I like to formulate my own bets. I don't like to be have you thrust bets upon me. Um, so if I agree with you, then I obviously I'll just I won't take the bet. It's only when we have differences of opinion, like around the ability of you to eat hot spicy pizza or the ability for Ange Postecoglou to do a good job at Celtic. He's not, he's, not, he's not at Celtic anymore. Well, is no, it? not he's not anymore. But th- that bet was one, and then you pay you paid on both your bets. Your your track record is a hundred percent honest, and you always you know. You always do deliver. The only thing is you haven't paid on any of the bets. No, because you because you just try and say, I'm going to do a bet for this and you make the terms of it. And uh, just anyway, you agree. The idea of this was a quick podcast. Yes. Too much hilarity. It's a serious topic. <laughs> so uh, I yeah. think it's covered it all. Yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the market reacts over the, over the coming days, weeks, and months. Sounds good. All bish, right. Enjoy your bish, weekend. Bish, bish bash bosh. That's it.